When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way back again with you guys for another episode for what is hopefully a step closer to more transfer news and good signings and of course pre-season because we're only two days away now of course from that first pre-season game against Nuremberg in Germany. The players or some of the players are away, uh, some are still of course with their families on their international holidays after competing in the international break. Uh, I saw a picture, I think it was Ramsdale enjoying his time in Miami. It's all right for some, isn't it? Um, but uh, a lot are, of course are now in Germany ahead of that game. Arsenal also plays uh, in their under-21s former preseason game yesterday, which they lost against Woking, but it was some really good experience. Some of the young players, goals from the likes of Marcelo Flores, who scored a fantastic goal. If you've not seen it, circulate through your social feeds. Worth trying to find. But I'm joined today by Bailey. How you doing, mate? You good? You well? Yeah, I'm good as always, TC. How are you, mate? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Chris, how are we? Yeah, good. Thank you, mate. Like you say, hoping, hoping for some more uh, transfer developments. Really, it's all gone a bit quiet, but um, yeah, no. I hope everyone's uh, keeping well and looking forward to diving into some topics this morning. Indeed. Good morning to everybody joining us in the chat box. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Uh, we'll try and get to some of your questions towards the end of the show as well. Let's uh, let's talk about the German training camp because, of course, that's where the focus is. There's been pictures through the Arsenal website. Chris, I saw you uploaded a, a compilation of clips from the Arsenal social feeds as well uh, about who's gone and who's currently there. Jesus getting into the swing of things. Bailey, do you think this is kind of the perfect opportunity for him to link up with his new teammate? Absolutely. I think uh, Arteta wanted him in before pre-season so he could just get, just learn from his other teammates, learn how they play, create uh, sequences for when the, the real season does start on August the 5th. And it's a great opportunity to, to link up the players, know how his teammates play, know how, let his teammates know how he plays. And it's, uh, yeah, it's always good being with your team before the season starts just to get used to everything. I think signings tend to do better when they have a pre-season under their belt and they can get they can get off to a strong start. And Arsenal need a strong start in the forward departments because, of course, we've been screaming out for a striker and Jesus is that guy. So hopefully uh, the pre-season will definitely benefit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there is a lot of players, Chris, that have gone to Germany that are probably not going to be at the club next season. You know, the likes of Pepe, Marie... I think Mate Niles may have travelled, Reese Nelson, I think, too. Um, Bellerin, I'm not sure. I haven't seen any pictures of Bellerin, to be fair, out there yet to confirm he's gone. But, of course, he did play in that friendly against Ipswich, as did Mate Niles and Nelson and Pepe and Marie, etc. And Bert Leno, of course, too, who has also travelled. Is, is that a bit strange? Not necessarily strange, but do you think there's going to be a strange dynamic with players knowing that their futures probably lie away from Arsenal and yet they're away with the senior squad at the moment? Yeah, it is strange um, and it's probably not ideal. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those things that obviously they will know and the, the club will know that they can't obviously move everyone um, on at once. So, you know, it's um, it's just one of those things they've got to deal with uh, as and when. So, mm. um, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I some of those mentioned, maybe all of those names you just mentioned, probably won't be at the club. 
um, once the, the the window slams shut. But um, again, on you know, on, on the flip side, it's an opportunity to maybe prove a point to Arteta and actually say, look, I can play a part uh, in some form or the other. So um, you know, obviously they'll know there's a lot of games to play or more games to play next season. Obviously, there's more opportunities from the bench as well. So um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously. A couple of those names, especially you know Ainsley Mate and Niles Reese Nelson, I think they're they're sort of maybe got more of a chance to to um, stamp down a place in the squad. They're they're still young, are still at a good age, have still got lots of potential, um, and you know they've they've got quality. You know when they've found their confidence and they can find consistency in their their game, then uh, they can actually prove to be quite useful. Um, but obviously, you know, sort of all, all signs point in one direction and that's towards the exit door at the moment. But things can change. Um, and I'm sure behind the scenes, as we speak about this and as they're training in Germany with the rest of the squad, their respective agents are out there trying to find a new challenge for them. So uh, obviously just some some players, some names to keep an eye on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that there's some exciting youngsters coming through. Of course, there weren't all in Germany. Some of the players, as I've mentioned, like uh, Amari Hutchinson, Marcelo Flores have stayed behind. But I'd be surprised if they weren't involved on the US tour, unless, of course, a loan deal is agreed at some point. There's been rumours about Miguel Aziz possibly going to Spain on loan. But there's some exciting teenagers that have gone to Germany, Bailey, in the, in the form of the likes of Lino Souza, uh, Rural Walters, who are both fullbacks. Walters plays on the right and Lino Souza plays on the left. Do you think, and I mean, we've previously reported of Football London that, you know, Lino Souza, Brooke Norton Cuffey as well, who's not currently with them because he was with the England under-19s, uh, under but he has returned to London Colney now. Um, do you think that Arteta, who's, we know, a big admirer of these youngsters, maybe even sees a place for them in a senior setup next season? Or is it just prep? I think it's more prep, but potentially uh, we have uh, much more fixtures to play this, se this season, this upcoming season than we did last season. So there's every chance that youngsters could get their chance. Now, we know, of course, Lino Sosa is, is rated highly uh, amongst the Arsenal higher-ups. So I reckon if he does have a strong pre-season, there's every chance that he could be given game time next season. We still haven't signed a left-back uh, alternative or, shall I say, backup for Kieran Tierney. So there's an excellent chance there for Sosa to have a very strong, very strong pre-season and maybe get into Arteta's plans. I think Brook Noel Coffey, I think he should be in the team, regardless if we do decide to keep Cedric, because I do think we need a better alternative to, to Tomiyasu. So I'd like to see Brook Noel and Coffee there, sorry. But as for Lino Sosa, I think he is the guy who can really surprise Arsenal fans and surprise Arteta maybe with a really strong preseason to, to get into his plans. Yeah, absolutely. I think there are other players, obviously, Charlie Patino, Chris, who we've talked about previously, has bulked up quite a bit. Um, you need the added muscle to compete, you know, in the Premier League. Aziz looks like he's going on loan. There's been no links with Patino going on loan. And the expectation was that he probably wouldn't and that he would be involved with, you know, the senior setup. And this will be his first pre-season with the senior side. Uh, I remember last year we played some games at home. I remember Aziz scored in that game against Watford we had before the season started. But... Patino hasn't really had an opportunity with a senior side. So how big of a chance do you think this is for him? Yeah, huge, huge. You know, I think looking back at last season, I know especially on those those uh, cup games we covered uh, in particular, you know, we were saying, oh, where's Patino? Is he going to play? We, we deserves a chance. But, you know, um, looking at the bigger picture, um, you know, it's, it's fair to say that Mikel Arteta's, you know, sort of... Um, 
sort of, yeah, I mean, push him into the, the first team in the right way, giving him an opportunity every now and then, the opportunity you know, in both matches and, and in training sessions with the first team. Obviously, he's getting some more experience with them right now as well. And, um, yeah, if he's on that, that plane to America in a week's time, which I, I'm sure he will be, it's a, a massive opportunity for him to... I guess, in a way, take his game to an, another level because, you know, he's been stuck in between the, the, the under-23s and the, the first team. Sometimes he's training with both groups as well. Um, there were times, obviously, last season where if he wasn't playing in the cup competitions of the first team, sometimes he was on the bench due to, obviously, the, all those the injury issues. Um, but now, you know, there's a chance where he's maybe getting close, a step closer to the first team set up on a more permanent basis. Obviously, he's still a, 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 sort of a fair away, uh, amount away, sorry, from the first team because he's still very young. And like I say, you know, you need to sort of take the right steps at the right times with these sort of players. But, mm. you know, it, 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 all the signs are positive with Bettino. He's got a good attitude. He works hard. Obviously, as you mentioned a moment ago, as we touched on in yesterday's show, looks as if he's bulked himself up a little bit physically. He's been working hard on his body, getting ready for the new season. And perhaps, you know, that's a hint, you know, maybe that he is going to be more involved with the first team. So um, I'm excited to see, you know, continue watching his development and continue to see him in pre-season. I'm sure he'll feature in a couple of games. And, um, like I say, with with more fixtures to play next season, more more sort of opportunities to come from the bench with the the uh, the increased substitutions. Um, you know, he has absolutely absolutely every chance to to be involved more. And um, there's a lot of excitement around his name, and, and and rightly so. He's got something special about him. Um, but of course, it's 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 important we don't get too carried away. But um, no, I'm, I'm, I think uh, he'll, he'll do well. Like I say, he's got everything, you know, to, to, to sort of go in the right direction, continue to develop as a player. And these experiences with the first team will only help with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was a question, I think, uh, from Jamie. who said, will Patino travel to the US? Do we think? I'd be shocked if he didn't. You know, if he doesn't, I think it would be more so because possibly a, about a deal with a loan being sorted out. But I, I, I don't see that happening. Yeah, I think Patino will be involved and he's going to get plenty of opportunities to play in the first team as well. Let's, uh, let's move on to transfer stories because we know how much everybody enjoys trying to think about who might be coming into the club this summer. And Yuri Tielemans, Bailey, continues uh, this link. Now, the latest on this story is that, of course, Arsenal have had personal terms agreed for some time. The player is very open to a move to Arsenal. And yet, we've never put a bid in with Leicester at this stage. There seems to be continuing reports that Arsenal are you know, considering making a bid and that this, the situation hasn't really changed, that we were focusing on other targets like Rafinha previously and now Alessandro Martinez. I'm getting agitated, Bailey, you know, with this because he's a player that's gettable, available for a very reasonable price, a player that we need in midfield, and we're not, you know, taking the leap, taking the jump. Does this frustrate you as well? Look, I think Arsenal have a structure in place where they don't think the midfield is a priority. I think we are stacked in that position when you think about it. We have, of course, we have a lot, we have a lot of players in that position, so we don't really need... It's not a necessity where we've signed Fabio Fierro, of course. I think the left-back position is an absolute need. It's an absolute necessity with uh, Tini needing a backup. Also believe, um, of course, 
other targets on the wing position when we need to add to our firepower. And then the midfield comes into power. I think we are confident with Tiedemans, but we have to be careful. I mean, you're all right, TC. We have to be careful because you don't know Manchester United lose out on Frankie de Jong. Suddenly, they're going to come for Tiedemans. And where we've stalled so much, Tiedemans might think, what? Wait, hold on. These clubs don't... Uh, Arsenal doesn't want me, so why am I going to sign for you guys? I'd rather sign for a club who wants to come in and take me straight away. So, yeah, it is a risky one by Edu. But again, I think it is a transfer as the, as the window uh, starts to come closer to, to ending. We'll know more. I reckon we'll bring in Tillemans before the end of the window. Wow. You heard it here first. Exclusive from Bailey Keogh. Believe it, Arsenal <laughs> will wrap up uh, the Tillemans deal. No, look, I'm hopeful um, that Tillemans uh, can get done. I, I really think he's a player that would improve us. I slightly disagree with you about him being not necessarily a necessity. I really think that he is. Chris, I was interested to hear Bailey be a bit maybe conservative on that. What do you think? That's a really bad choice of words considering the state of the government right now. He was very okay. measured. Okay. Very measured uh, at the moment. Chris, how do we feel? Um, yeah, hand, you got a hand in your resignation, Bailey. Um, <laughs> look, uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of Tielemans. Big fan of Tielemans. I've said it all along. He's a player that will add something different to our midfield. Score goals as well. Something that we've obviously been lacking from that area. Uh, obviously, you, you, you've both spoken about it there, and especially Bailey maybe having... You know, some sort of a agreement with, with Tielemans somewhere and, and it's something we'll revisit later on in the window. That, that's the dream scenario, is it? Maybe. Who knows? We don't know for definite. Obviously, there's been lots of talk about personal terms being agreed. As you say, TC, that's a good step in the right direction. But what would really be um, uh, a positive in, in, in this transfer saga is that if we've, we've basically gone to Tielemans, agreed personal terms and said, look, um, we want you we've got everything sorted on the personal side of things. Um, it's something we're looking to get done, but we're just looking for the right time in this window. Maybe looking to see what else happens in the window, see if we can sell a couple of players first to create more room. And then once that's done, rest assured, we'll come and get you. So um, I'm, I'm hoping something like that is in place for Tielemans. Um but if not, you know, we obviously mentioned the, the Manchester United interest there, especially if they don't get um, De Jong. So maybe we, you know, we'll, we'll accelerate things if if that scenario comes around, because it, it seems as if we've we've got um, you know sort of the main parts of the deal in place. You know, we've been speaking to his representatives for a very long time, just like we did with 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 Jesus. It seems. So then hopefully, you know, if the time comes or if there's a need for us to wrap things up quickly, we can do that because of the things we've already put in place. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed. I, I really would like to see Tielemans come in. I think he's a, a great opportunity on the market. He's a player that would improve us um, and a reasonably cheap option too, judging by the reports, 25, 30 million pounds. Maybe the highest will be around 35. But again, for me, that's an absolute steal in today's market. So uh, just like both of you, uh, lads, I'm really, really hoping we can get this one wrapped up, whether it's, you know, soon or, or towards the end of the window. Yeah, I think he's a player that will, you know, add so much. Uh, and I think that hopefully we start to hear some some stories, some news, some information creeping through the grapevine that Arsenal are moving for him there's a lot of chat in the chat box uh, about marco asensio it seems uh, i was just doing some uh, <laughs> stop shaking your head bailey so even the mention of his name is just the, the muscles in his neck just can't resist um but yeah look, I, I like the guy i'm not saying he's you know the primary option for me i think there are a lot of other wide players that are 
better for Arsenal, certainly more stylistically fitting what Arteta wants. But it is an interesting link, and it's one that I was just, while you were talking, Chris, just trying to dig up some information on. Um, supposedly would be available for around or less than £25 million this summer, represented supposedly by Jorge Jesus, or would be involved in that. Uh, sorry, Mendes, Jesus, I'm thinking of the Benfica coach all of a sudden. Um, but Mendes, of course, who did help out in the Fabio Vieira deal, so Arsenal have got their strong links with him and Edu. Bailey, you shook your heads. If I said it was a case of Arsenal can't go and get the Rafinhas, the Diabis of this world, Arsenal are going to go and get your Martinez's. They're going to go and get a Tielemans. And a bonus signing this summer would be Asensio. I'm sensing that you're really on board with this idea. So tell me why. <laughs> Not at all. This seems like a panic buy. You see, that is Asensio is a panic buy if we do decide to sign him. I think there's so many better options out there. You sign Asensio and then that kills your transfer possibly for January if there's a better opening. There's no need to rush and sign Asensio. We, we do have good wingers in place already where we don't need to go and panic buy and just say, oh, we need to go and buy a player automatically. Also, Essential is not guaranteed to be an extra goal source for you. And if we're signing a player on the wings, I prefer the player to have more goals to his games and offer something different to, to, to Bakai Saka and, and Gabriel Martinelli. And Essential is not that. He was maybe that before his ACL injury. After that, he has not been that. He has not been a regular under Carlo Ancelotti. Hardly started a game. He was mostly a bench player. And you don't want to sign bench players from another team. It's not what we're... It's not what we're doing and essentially has not shown to me that he will come to Arsenal and enhance Mikel Arteta's squad. He has also not shown me that he will come to Arteta's squad and be fully fit for the season. And I know TC, you have your, your the, almost the injury police, so I'm surprised you're not on board fully with me there. <laughs> but yeah, essentially is not, is not the Arsenal whatsoever. It'll be a panic buy if we do decide to sign essentially and it will show that we have not explored other targets. I can give you a few names right now off the top of my head. I can give you Musa DRB. Arnold Danjuma, who would be much better signings than than Essential, would definitely take Arsenal to that next level, which we want to get, which we want to get to. In fairness, you know he suffered that cruciate ligament injury in 1920 against Arsenal, ironically in a pre-season friendly. He came back uh, at the end of the the season that was first hit by the pandemic and obviously got delayed. Um, he's not suffered too many issues. Um, you know he's had the, the the one off one or two games that he's missed because of a minor knock or something, but. It's more so, I think, with the injuries, the level of performance he's delivered since that injury that is obviously the concern. You know, he's a wide playmaker. He's not a winger like Rafinha or Pepe or um, or a Moussa Diaby-style player. He is more of a, if you were to play Martin Odegaard in a wide area, that's kind of what you would get from Marco Asensio. Look, he's got plenty of quality. He's got the ability to, to take players on. He's got good vision, good creation. I think I might do a little bit more digging into this one today uh, and probably do a piece on this to to really get an answer because I need to do some more looking into kind of his stats and and how he's performed since that injury. Chris, how do you feel about Marco Asensio? And Umar, I'll say, asked the question, if you had to choose between Neto or Asensio, who would you go for? Because Neto too has returned for a big, big injury as well. Um, good question. I mean, look... Um... Ideally, on my dream list of targets, n- neither of them would, would be on there. Um, Bailey, to be fair to him, uh, he's, he's named a, cu- a good couple of options there. I mean, Cody Gakpo is another one. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah. Um, even someone, I know this will probably split opinion because he probably doesn't have enough goals in him as a, a part of his game that he needs to improve on. But even someone like Alan St. Maximin at Newcastle, I'm, I think he'd be a really, really good option for us. Um 
Uh, if I had to choose one there, though, Umar, I'd probably go Neto just because he's um, he's, he's he's younger. Obviously, he's, I appreciate he's just come back from that that nasty injury, but I think that's only sort of the the, the main significant injuries had in his career, and he, he he'll come back stronger from it. I'm sure he, he did start to play towards the end of last season, um, and I'm sure if you know if he keeps his fitness up and keeps keeps consistency in his game, then then he'll reach back to that form he was once at. So. Um, that's what I'd go for, but yeah, I mean, Asensio is it's another name, isn't it? That's um, been cropping up for a long time now, well, ever since really Mikel Arteta took over. Mm-hmm. We'll probably know he, know him well for, from the Spanish, you know, with the being the, the the Spanish links there, um, and uh, yeah, obviously we've already got a decent relationship with Real Madrid with the Danny Ceballos deal, then Marcin Odegaard. Um, I've done an article on Asensio. I thought it must have been a month or two back, and it was basically looking how uh, how Mikel Arteta could sort of repeat what he did with with Martin Odegaard with someone like Asensio. Again, he's someone obviously the the, the main difference here is the injury to Asensio. Um, but again, he's struggling for that consistency. Maybe he isn't playing every single week like Martin Odegaard was, as was the situation with Martin Odegaard at Madrid. Um, but the talent is there, and I think if you find that confidence again, if you give him a key role in the team, um, again, he may not be a starter for Arsenal, but he'll get more game time, he'll have more of an added sense of responsibility. Um, then, uh, you know, that Arteta could again bring out a very talented player that we know is in there somewhere. So, you know, there's two different ways you could look at that, but personally, I wouldn't say he should be at the top of the, the list for me. Again, like I say, Bailey's mentioned some some better, some more stronger names there, but that would make more sense. And uh, you know, you've got more more the likes of uh, of Gakpo, Saint Maximin as well. Again, just off the top of my head, a couple more na- mm-hmm. names that you know I think would be a better fit for us. So, yeah, I'm not so sure in terms of the style of player. Sensio is what we need. You know, potentially we're talking about competition here for Bakayo Saka, a replacement for for Nicola Pepe. These are natural wingers that bring pace. Energy, work rate, tricky feet to beat the the opposition, goals, assists. Uh, if I'm looking at uh, at what they offer, uh, what their style of play is like, to then comparing it to someone like Sensitive, I'm not sure it's the the route to to go down personally. But look, if we're if we're 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 desperate, we're getting towards the end of the window. We've sold Pepe, but we still haven't managed to bring anyone in, and unfortunately. We haven't got much choice but then to go for someone like Asensio, unless obviously Reese Nelson is impressing in pre-season, and you know he's he said to Mikel Arteta, "Look, give me a chance." So uh, it's a, it's you know obviously like that wing position. Uh, it's, it's like the the central midfield. It's like left back, centre back. It's a position to keep a, a close eye on between now and the end of the window. But I'm 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 sure we'll see some movement. Yeah, people asking the chat what's kind of what wages Asensio is on. Just doing a little bit of research into that. According to Salary Sport, he's on £117,000 per week, which, you know, seems a lot. But that's less than Danny Ceballos is on at Real Madrid right now. You might be surprised to learn who's on £128,000. We're, we're forgetting about Marquinhos as well in that conversation. I feel bad for not yeah. mentioning him. You know, again, who who knows? Uh, who's to say he's not going to do a Gabby Martinelli and impress pre-season and um, take, take it by storm? Who knows? He could uh, he could prove a point and be involved next season. 
Ozzy Gunas says, how big is Marquinhos, by the way, lads? I never thought I'd see the day and say, damn, look at those legs. and be referring to a dude. Matt, you probably should go back and watch some of mine and Bally's five-a-side footballs. You might be uh, you might be changing your mind very soon. Uh, Ronnie Pickering says, Bailey, what do you guys think of Maxwell Cornet from Burnley as an alternative? Nine goals in 26 games for a relegated Burnley side. Good return. It's not a bad show. It's not a bad show. Um, he was excellent for Burnley. I think before the African Cup of Nations, he was Burnley's main, main goal scorer. Um, mm. He paid up front as well. Arsenal do need, I think, a third striker there. So Cornet could be an option on the wing or a striker. And I did remember, I remember for Leon, he did play at wing back as well. So he could be the versatile player that, that Arsenal could uh, 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 get. But I think he'll be, if he's available for cheap, I think it is a decent option. Definitely not my, my top option, but an option for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's going to be intriguing how this window ends and who we end up going for in all these different positions. But there is now less than a month until the season starts. The clock has started really to tick uh, and Arsenal need to make sure they get the players in that they need before the season is done. Thank you so much for tuning in, people. Really appreciate your time, as always. Do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Bailey, thank you so much for your time. Always appreciate it. Thank you, TC, CD, and everyone in the comment section as well. Indeed. Uh, we need to get someone who's DVD. You know, we need to get some of those uh, <laughs> initials on the channel as well. Maybe we'll get a step up and get Blu-ray on as well. Chris, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it as always. Thank you, lads. Pleasure as always. And thank you to everyone in the, the comments section. Hope everyone has a great day. Absolutely. Drop a like, subscribe, and as always, keep following us down the Arsenal way. Hey!